0: Prayers to us young young gentlemen this morning We're Gonna have a good podcast uh, You know, put out some good energy we Articulate ourselves well while having a good time Even if we get a little ignorant you know? Yes sir You know what I'm saying
1: Let's We get a little
0: ignorant, we just playing <laughs> We just playing <laughs> Let's get it <clears throat> for real, for real this
1: time. Mic check, mic check 1-2, 1-2, 1-2 Yes sir For
0: real, for real
1: this time For real this time So uh, this is going to be episode one of the uh, Reggie Days radio show Feels good, feels good What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of uh, Reggie Days And this is episode one of the Reggie Days radio show I know it took us a a while to kind of figure out what we were doing with the channel But I think uh, think it's, it's about that time you know, sorry for those who uh, feel like the consistency wasn't there. We weren't really ready yet, but uh, you know, don't leave. It's my fault. It's my fault, baby. Don't, 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 don't leave us like that. Don't. It's not my fault that there's a uh, pandemic, but you know, it is my fault that I just wasn't in the mood to pot. I'm mean, gonna just be honest. I, I wasn't really uh, mentally. I wasn't in the place, and life-wise, I just. I ain't have shit to say yet. I don't know if that's weird. People have this weird uh, misconception about content creators that we have to have some shit to say immediately when some shit happens, and I feel like I don't work that way. And you know, contrary to popular belief, I'm I'm just a regular nigga, man. And and some of this shit hits a little bit harder for me than maybe some others. Well, I let me let me not say it that way because I know we all take things differently. So it might not even be harder But more so harder than I let off Because I'm one of those people that when you ask me if I'm okay i am like, yeah, I'm fine Because I am fine I'm, I'm breathing, I'm living I got a roof over my head I got, you know, the basics and shit like that But the main thing we're going to talk about today Is the difference between living and surviving Because there's a there's a thing there When it comes to living there's a level of enjoyment, there's a level of, of being present in the moment That um, I think a lot of us don't We don't give it the respect that we should We don't give it the time that we should But I'm going to do better with that that's, I think that's my thing going forward I'm going to use this as a form of catharsis because before, I, I feel like I was looking at potting the wrong way. And I'm I'm one of those people's very maniacal with the way that I pod, the way that I kind of put things together, the way that I um, craft the shows. Because I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be funny. And I guess that's the stand-up comedian side of me where I'm like, you know, I want everybody to have a good time. But I need to have a good fucking time too. <laughs> so if I'm not feeling it, you're not going to get an episode. And I'm going to apologize for that early. You know, don't leave. It's my fault. But it's going to happen For now though, you know I'm here for a good time, not a long time And um, Without further ado, man General, we got these By my side I got My nigga Sheem the Dream right now
0: Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Reggie, what's going on?
1: I, I'm sorry I had to go preach on them real quick
0: Hey, you got your shit up, how you feeling
1: now? I t- honestly, I... I feel better than I even thought I would None of this was, was What we were supposed to be talking about This wasn't the direction we were supposed to go in at all But uh, what, what the old pastor said? You know when the spirit hits you When the, when the spirit hits you and it tell you to talk You talk 100. So I'm going to let God flow through me And uh, we're just going to take um, We're just going to take this episode Step by step And I'm going to start this off on the right note You know, rest in peace to George Floyd Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor Rest Rest in in peace peace to to Ahmaud Arbery And rest in peace to Elijah McClain Rest in peace It's it's a lot more rest in pieces on that list And uh I'm tired Like I'm, I'm I'm fucking tired Black people in general We are tired And this shit hasn't been easy on anybody. It's It feels like every time I get on social media, I see another person dying. Another video of either somebody getting shot and killed by the police, somebody getting attacked by white people, somebody getting uh, uh, dealing with a fucking Karen calling the police on them. or some, It's always something. It, it feels like... I think at one point I feel overloaded. And I know a lot of people, you know, this is where I want to address... Not people who are critiquing me personally But more so I've seen people critiquing a lot of people with platforms You know, they come at them, they're like This is your time, say something, do something mm-hmm. when, when bad things happen, when big things happen When any type of negative happens We all respond differently mm-hmm. And yeah, we have a responsibility to speak on it Which is why I'm speaking now You know, before I get to the fun shit The, you know, partying bullshit I'm gonna make sure that I address this Police reform needs to happen. Everything that's happening right now is pivotal. These are these are moments in history that our kids are going to learn about for years. Like 2020 is a that's a chapter in a history book by itself. Yeah. And shout out to all the people out there who are doing everything in their power to to keep pushing, keep you know informing everyone. And one thing that I'm starting to see, which I really like seeing, is that. A lot of us are sharing information we're sharing knowledge a lot of people you know remember we we grew up in america a lot of us and in the american educational system a lot of these tidbits yeah you know everybody likes to say we all have the same google but a lot of this stuff we didn't have like i know there's a lot of things that i may have seen or i may have looked into or i may have heard about that is not the average it's not something that's normal for people to pick up on and it's okay for somebody to not know like if somebody comes to you and is like hey i never heard of that what happened just give them the summary just let them know you know, might send them a link that attitude of um, you got google nigga use it and all of that extra shit we don't got I, I see a lot of people saying you know we're in a revolution we don't have time to teach you we don't have time to no that is what we have time for right now actually we never made time for it before
0: the time's now. So, so
1: the time is now for that. Like, a lot of people would say, uh, "Don't," because you you know what, what subject I'm bringing up—the No Name versus J Cole situation. Yeah, <clears throat> the whole concept of tone policing and people feeling a way about telling somebody, "Hey, I know you. You know all this shit. You got it. You got the book club. You got. You're you're an educator. You you know this. I don't." So if you feel like I should do things differently, tell me how to do things differently. Don't just bark. Barking ain't going to fix nothing right now at each other. Yeah. I get it. We're all angry. We're all putting the force forward. We're all moving. But let's aim outward. Don't shoot your friends.
0: Right. We got to work on our approach um, with that for sure. You know, sharing information is great. You know, raising awareness is great. If you see somebody that maybe feel like should speak on something in a certain way, educate them instead of like, you know, bashing them for what they not doing. Maybe they not maybe I'm not doing something because I'm the, I don't have the information. Like speaking of what you're talking about, Reggie, you know me. Quiet dude got a lot of information though, you know me. We, we yeah, we talk, we talk off camera, but that don't mean that, you know what I'm saying, I can't learn something. You teach me stuff all the time and, and you younger than me. So you know what i'm saying we just gotta work on that you don't never like me and you will uh, even debate yeah you know what i'm saying but you don't never like get at me you yeah, feel that, me that, like you know what it's I'm not
1: necessary though and i think that's one thing that we've lost as a society that's not something that's happening solely within the black culture i think it's a byproduct of being in 2020 because social media culture is a culture of people just spouting things and it fosters a culture of because a lot of times, like when we see actual real discourse where people are, you know, maybe they might be on opposite sides, but you can see that they're sharing information. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll see something. like, wow. I didn't know that that happened, but I feel this way. Right. And then the other person will take it. They're like, okay, I can see why you feel that way. Well, what about this? Yeah. That is, is, is constructive. That's building towards something. That's you taking what you know, me taking what I know. Sure. Steel forges steel. So let's get at it. But we can still respect each other. We can still be cool. Me telling you don't talk to me like that isn't me doing that because you're a woman. I don't like you talking to me like that. Now, I will say this. Me telling you don't talk to me like that is a courtesy that you probably wouldn't get if you were not a woman. Because if you were not a woman, I would see you, my nigga. See, there's a... Energy is
0: different. Energy
1: is a lot different. Like, I understand women get offended because they're like, don't talk to me about my tone when I'm, you know, being a revolutionary, which is cool. Mm -hmm. I see why you would feel that way. But I will also remind you that me telling you I don't like something, I have the right to to dictate what happens to me and what doesn't happen to me. I can say what I feel about any fucking thing I want to. And that's not a gender-based thing. Now, what I will say is a gender bias is me coming at you respectfully and telling you that I don't like that shit. Because I could come across your fucking head.
0: That's real. K- oh. <laughs> that, that's real. There's a, there's things that could be said, you know what I'm saying, differently in that. Um, right now is the time to be optimistic. You know, take take one out of Sheem's book, because I'm optimistic as fuck. Me and you argue and debate all the time because of it. Right now, we got to be optimistic, you know what I'm saying? How, you know, we all think the way we were taught to think or made ourselves think. But right now, time to be optimistic as well. Hear people out. Even if you, you know, if you disagree or not fucking with what they're talking about, you can respect their opinion, long as they don't disrespect you. Exactly.
1: Now, I will say a lot of things are happening. You know, uh, a lot of statues being taken down. A lot of big changes being made in just culture and society around us. Uh, a lot of them feel like platitudes. You can tell it's not real. It's more so people just trying to be like, please, black people, don't hate us. Like, don't burn our mm, shit down. Please don't. You think like so? You I mean, you know what it is. They, they, but that's technically what you should do. You know what I'm saying? I get why. Yeah.
0: Because
1: we're people and we're we're customers. So you're gonna be like, yo, hey, I don't hate y'all. Like this. I that's that's them coming out and being like, yo, okay, I'll take that shit down. Y'all don't like that? Cool.
0: Optimism. What if some of those people just really felt that way?
1: If you really felt that way, it would have been done before. You had years to do it. That Black could- people ain't just show up 2020. You ain't do it till we burn shit down. <laughs> like, let's, no, <laughs> let's let's have that conversation. Like, people didn't yo. do shit until well, yo, when Target went up in flames, yeah, in Milwaukee,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> bruh, white people's nuts got tight. Who around Whoa. the country? <laughs> you understand, like. From 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 Target to all the looting to all the other shit that was happening, motherfuckers instantly were like, yo, okay, they're serious this time. Because mm. think about it. When you're going down the street, yeah, you see protesters or whatever, you might ask, oh, what are they protesting about? You read a few signs or whatever, and you know what you do? You go about your fucking day. Why? Because protesting, it raises awareness, which is you looking at the sign, reading it, and they said, niggas are mad because of this. And then you go to work or you go to school. or you go to- <laughs> like, That's yeah. what a protest is. It raises awareness. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You can't walk past the nigga who just bust in into your uh, 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 uncle's shop and burnt the shit down. You can't ignore that. Now you want to know why did them niggas do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't really argue that point.
1: Then when you read that sign that spray painted inside the burnt ashes of your fucking establishment that says stop killing niggas. <laughs> It hits a little different. Now you like, maybe we should stop killing niggas. You see how you can't just continue your day after that? Because yeah. now you got to call insurance. Yeah. Now you got to like, it's a lot longer of a process. You could ignore Kaepernick kneeling. You could change the channel. You could, like there's so many different things. But you know what you can't ignore? Yeah. That nigga that just flipped your car upside down outside or yeah. left your shit on bricks because he's tired of your shit. That's real. Cause now you want to know why they did it and how to stop that from happening in the future.
0: Yeah, stop real. killing niggas. That's real. That's for those people that think like that and live in that world. I do want to say, not taking up for nobody, but you know, the the um. what well, I want to say the Caucasians that are like maybe aware and have always felt the way. We can't just knock the fact that they might they jumping they are jumping on a wave right now. Which no you, no yeah you yeah. Can't, if you're jumping you on the wave. You got I'm just putting it out there. Niggas got to respect that. Like, like all of us got to respect that. As long as it's, you know, we pray it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? But there are people we know them that that been tired of their shit, and now it's the time. Oh, y'all acting? Well, we gonna act with y'all. No, let's go into that. I'm saying that's the real. I don't
1: think the fence exists anymore. You know how people can ride the fence, right? People can ride the fence. Yeah. Where they're like, oh yeah, you know, I don't want black people to die. I don't like I don't have hate in my heart. I wouldn't kill a black person. This and that. I just. They don't care about black issues because they're not black. It don't affect them. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of people who they see what's going on right now. And they're like, yeah, I agree with you. That was fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, when you go to work and your coworker says some racist shit and you don't check them or you go, you know, to Thanksgiving and your relatives is talking about how. They do this and this. Your relatives are medical professionals mm-hmm. and they're talking about all types of bullshit about how black people don't feel no pain and black people are big ass <laughs> apes and black people and, and and when you don't check these motherfuckers, you are also part of the problem. I'm I'm it's free smoke for everybody right now. The thing is, <laughs> yeah. if you don't I, I see it. Bruh, you my feelings, I honestly. My feelings, because I don't ever want anybody to come out for me, like whoever that white lady thought she was for George Floyd, saying that George wouldn't want all of this. I, this is recorded. Reggie said, if they fuck him over, burn it all. Burn it all. Burn the whole motherfucker down. Because here's the thing. People can ignore you being peaceful. That's why they want you to be peaceful. Think about it. They loved MLK. MLK was a nigga who wanted freedom he wanted equality he wanted everybody to be blended and happy and loving and together and that shit was cute to white people that shit was the cutest movement to them it was so adorable you want to know why it was cute it was black people walking hand in hand with bibles in their hand chanting begging for freedom coming down the streets peacefully in all their strength and dignity and you know what happened Fire hoses and fucking dogs. Real shit. And not a damn thing changed until he died. And when he died, you know what happened? Peace went out the window. Niggas started burning shit down and flipping cars. That's real. The only thing that they understand is violence. So let's give them that. That's the thing. We let you, we gave you a lot of years of talking. We talk a lot. We wore hoodies. We, we kneeled in games. We wore shirts talking about I can't breathe. We did, we did a lot of random. There's a lot of shit for a lot of years. We gave y'all Pac. We gave y'all NWA. Yeah. We gave, it's, it's years of music of y'all jamming to it too. You listened.
0: Danced. <clears throat> motherfuckers did went moves. platinum. Did the moves, all that. like Tupac changes. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it.
1: I really want to know how much that sold. <laughs> like think about it how many years of people putting out documentaries bruh movies how many times is a slave movie gonna get a goddamn oscar a lot Damn. think about it they they fucking love slave movies they love watching that shit and be like damn that was fucked up and they go right outside and spit on a nigga that is the craziest Ooh. shit the craziest We've tried every peaceful method <laughs> under the sun for fucking years, bro.
0: Yeah niggas respect violence like they say in the um you know the people that keep it in the street that it
1: is what it is bro you know and and, you know i'm not trying to dwell on this because this was why i didn't want to pot i know how i feel and i know how it how i turn and i don't like that i don't like keeping that energy until it's necessary i don't want to be at home with that pent pent up energy i will say this just like 50 once said bro I'm not going to chase you forever. I'm not going to chase you around town. I'm not going to look for you everywhere. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up to your mama crib and air that shit out and let you come for me. And that's what I say we do now. Because we chased them for decades. So when niggas pulled up to the White House and the president had to hide in a bunker, guess what happened? Laws started changing. All of a sudden, the president is on the screen talking about what happened to George Floyd was a tragedy. (laughs) It wasn't a tragedy before. It wasn't a tragedy till shit got burnt. It wasn't a tragedy till niggas ran up through the White House.
0: Mm-hmm. Smoke was right at the front door. Shit got
1: crazy then. Yeah. All 50 states protesting. Niggas was shaking the motherfucking
0: room. Yeah. Pim- Can
1: you imagine? Like, think like think about that. Did you see any of the videos that was happening at that time?
0: Um. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of, you know, shit out there right now. So, yeah, I came across some stuff, yeah. Like, can you
1: imagine what that felt like? Imagine Trump. <laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine, the president in his bed, and all he hears outside is, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> what? Melania,
0: what? Melania,
1: it's niggers outside." <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Secret service. Mr. President, we have to get you downstairs.
0: Yo, get the black truck. Yo, they scared.
1: The niggas are shaking the room.
0: Call the National Guard. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch was about to be in a state of emergency.
1: Yo, this nigga had to go into a bunker. He was hiding from. Niggas, I thought they was gonna bro. push
0: the button and make make you know shut the whole country down, but they ain't they ain't do it. I I thought it was gonna happen. I ain't gonna hold you.
1: I ain't gonna lie. When when I heard that they surrounded the White House and were looking for Trump, that's when I thought I was like, okay, now we're about to learn some shit. Yeah. That's all I. Fir- the first thing I thought was like, those niggas is brave because I feel like, like all I kept thinking was. The Lincoln Monument Gonna turn into a transformer And niggas gonna get scared As fuck yo. Like I was thinking like Some off the wall shit Is gonna happen Like cause you know They've never had to use Any of that shit. The Whatever the fuck going on In there They ain't never had to use it before
0: They was gonna pull something up under the, From under the ground On you niggas
1: I thought some wild shit was. Gonna, I was like yo We about to learn Why America is America In a quick second yo. Y'all niggas might have gone Like I, I ain't gonna lie That was the one point Where I was like Maybe y'all shouldn't be there Yeah I was
0: <laughs> I was watching like you know, with my popcorn, like yo, like, like please, like if they got if they really was on some shit, like nah, I ain't gonna say too much, but if they was on some <laughs> other shit, like niggas be thinking it would have happened right there.
1: Cause and especially you got to think, people been at home. Yeah, people have been at home for months. Mad, think about it. You don't lost your job. Yeah, or you don't cut hours you you can't go nowhere, you can't go to your friend's house, you can't see people, you can't all these different social distancing rules people can't even go sit, I saw people lamenting about being able to sit at their favorite restaurant and order a meal bruh. Yeah. and all of a sudden now they gave you a reason to go outside and not just go outside, to tear shit the fuck up, so it, it like, I honestly felt it. it was like <laughs> imagine like that powder keg of everybody just mad <laughs> and then they fucked around and killed somebody, and then niggas saying, niggas saying they outside. Niggas yeah. was saying they outside. Yeah. We yeah. out when we uh, think about that. Just that that niggas saying they outside feeling. Yeah. Like niggas was really saying they outside now. Yeah. Signs that- everywhere. Thousands of people in the streets, mind you. The CDC rules was 10 people or less to a room. Mm-hmm. Niggas had an excuse to mob?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit went out the window for, for this, but, I mean, looks like it was necessary. Look like, you know, things are in motion, so let's just hope they continue to keep forward motion. You know what I'm saying? You
1: think that shit's going to continue? Um, uh, Energy-wise?
0: Energy, that's going to deteriorate. Naturally. Um, naturally, anyway. And it's better it does in one sense. I Like, get your shit off and do what we need to do. To let motherfuckers just feel you and all that. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, we how we keep this shit going is building. To I have you. a hot take. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to be careful where we direct our energy with the... Hey, I'm going to say this with the you know with the protesting and all that, because I, I did walk. Yeah. Or whatever, so I I guess now I can say something a of little course, bit of now because before that you know we, we got activist Sheem on the but mic. Before that you know you just couldn't have an opinion. So no, I got you. So so now that I did that, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna have a little opinion. I just think we got to direct the energy the right way. Protest, do what you got to do. As far as you people who want to tear shit up, again, know what you tearing up. Don't tear shit up that's in your own community if the people aren't knowingly on some fuck shit. I'll say this, uh, Sheem still Sheem. Fuck the PC shit. If you know they on some fuck shit. Do, do, what, you do, gotta, do, do what, what you gotta feel, do what you feel do what you feel necessary. You know what I'm saying? Try but not don't. to try not to hurt nobody physically if you don't got to, but and because, don't tear you know up no saying? black businesses, man. That's let's, what I'm let's, really saying let's, you know be, what I'm saying. let's be very careful black about that. Black or brown, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: be very careful about that. You know I think um my hot take is that <sighs> I don't think this is gonna dissipate. I think it's gonna wane for now. There's gonna be a yeah. lot a, a a few less people mm-hmm. right this second. Yeah. I think it's going to pick right back up. And here's why I think it's going to pick right back up.
0: Yeah.
1: They won't stop killing niggas, bro. Yeah,
0: the shit getting Even on while
1: figure. we are like the microscope is on them right now. Mm-hmm. Cameras is in their face. They were beating the shit out of protesters. I saw a lady from I saw a lady from the news network get get fucking pepper sprayed in the face and punched, bro, by a cop like on some wild shit. Mind you, The lady was just filming. You know, news people did. She's on the street corner talking to the the cameras, this and that. You see the cop creep up behind her on some swiper, no swiping ass shit. Like cop creeped up behind her. The lady turned because, you know, people get that little instinct or whatever. You see her turn to look to see what's going on. Yeah. And the cop used literal like the, you know, the street pepper spray where they supposed to pepper spray area. The cop got her in the face with that shit and went to beating this bitch in front of the camera.
0: Mm-mm-mm. Damn. That shit.
1: Is Unprovoked. She's not under arrest. This like you can't do that. You literally in any circumstances cannot do that.
0: Right. Yeah, I seen it. I seen it on
1: camera on live TV.
0: Yeah. They pulling people out of cars, man. I seen it. Later. That was crazy. That shit that I that couple. It
1: was a couple that um they broke the windows and they tased both of them and they dragged mm-hmm. them out of the car and everything. And it's a weird thing that, that, you know, we're catching all of this on live television. And it seems like the only reason there are consequences is because of the public reaction afterward. Like, it's this weird thing of, okay, fine, we arrested George Floyd's killers. Why are y'all still out there? You only arrested them because we burnt shit down. That is the problem. We shouldn't have to be here. Yeah, the moment we turn our backs, y'all gonna go back to killing niggas and not giving a fuck. Yeah. You only did that because of what we did.
0: Yeah, Enough. that's
1: that don't make sense. That's not how law should work.
0: Right. So I'm hoping that reform thing, you know, do something. You know, bro. Honestly, it, I really hope it. Does.
1: Every time they rebuild, burn the shit again, bro. That's me.
0: Hey, if that's what's gonna make real change happen, because we can't. We just can't keep losing people the way we lose it. And like you said, At it's, it's more At it's on. more blatant, it's more in our face. At all. I'm on. damn near ready to not have social media, you know, we have to get information and shit like that, but um it's it's tough to see that, that shit happening to your people and um, you know, it's frequent and brutal, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's crazy how much um people don't realize how prevalent racism is in society which we're going to have a reality bites episode on racism itself um racism in America um it's it's going to be called vestiges of racism and pretty much um the concept cuz I I don't want to do a deep dive on on this episode right now because I'm just
0: hey I you?
1: I want to separate that just if I'm going to do something like that I'm just going to get it off my chest get the right people in the room get you know everybody to just air all of that out and of course we want to cite sources mm-hmm. we want to do all the background and all of that this is just us shooting the shit mm-hmm. but as far as like just how racist so much shit is whether it's the Aunt Jemima shit you know uh for those who who don't know Aunt Jemima syrup uh oh, they finally changed the logo for that or situations like I talked about University of Florida the Gator the Gator call the Gator Chomp they 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 changed that now because of the fact that and this is something that I didn't know. The origins of the the gator thing actually came from racism. Black children were considered as gator bait, so when they did the chomp, it used to be uh that used to be a racial thing that happened in Florida where they would do that to antagonize blacks as the idea of them feeding black children to
0: gators. I don't got nothing to say. That that one kind of fucked me up, bro. I'm just, uh, what you said was a lot, um, and you, you, you know, you're from here a little bit, so you got probably more of a stronger opinion. It's going to hit home anyway if, you know, just being, you know, African-American man, whatever, but, um, fuck, man, you know, we live here in Florida. That's kind of crazy. Florida Gators is a big thing. There's a lot of Gators fans out here. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, of course it's easy to say that now. Um, I want to see
1: how it's enforced because the the thing is, they're saying they're enforcing this for the entire school. You know, it's going to be scrubbed from the school in general, and that's their way of, you know, contributing as far as just erasing a lot of the monuments that have to do with slavery. There's a lot of people that are taking down a lot of statues. Mm -hmm. Confederate flags are being banned in different places. NASCAR banned Confederate flags. A lot of places are, you know, getting rid of these things that are constant reminders of slavery. Mm hmm. And you know, I know there are people who oppose that or some people who may not think it's that serious, but I'll say this, man. I, I'm I studied law for a period of time and it was something that I really truly um enjoyed when I was younger. I went to a magnet program for um uh, law and one of the things that I always leaned towards was comparison when it came to cases. Mm. And in the case of, you know, how America deals with vestiges of racism, I think this would be a case study that you would look at Germany for. Because look at what Germany did with the Holocaust. You cannot fly a fucking swastika in Germany without the police showing up at your crib and fucking shit up. You do not do that here.
0: <clears throat> mm, we need to do... We need to you get cannot... On that
1: In schools, they teach about the Holocaust as it was. It was fucked up. We should have never did that shit. It brought a shame to our country. They built a monument to all the Jewish people that were rounded up and died. They made sure there's a difference between playing cleanup, which is what America's doing, and true atonement. True atonement, when somebody's really sorry, you can feel it, bro. Like apologies are big. We were supposed to have a reality bites episode on on apologies, but we ain't we ain't ever uh, end up getting to that. We might still end up doing that in the future, but mm-hmm. just apologies in general, there needs to be. I need to know that you fucking mean it, and you're not just doing this because I'm looking at you right now. Because my problem with that is I'm not always going to be looking. The way that our world is set up via capitalism, I have to go to work. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, work out. I have to be with my family. I have to. I don't have time to look at you every second of every day, but I want to know that when I walk out of this room, you're not going to just choose that time since I'm not looking to fuck me over. I want to know you meant that you shouldn't have done that. And that's now, mind you, I'm not a German citizen. I don't live there, but this is from people that I know who've lived there. There are certain, even um, I have a Jewish friend who went, to school there as an exchange program situation. Mm-hmm. He said he was a little nervous, clearly. <laughs> I, I, yeah.
0: Can you fucking blame him?
1: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Shit. fucking nerve-wracking. Um, that'd be like if I ended up going to Jackson State over in Mississippi. I'd be nervous. But he went there, and he was like, the overwhelming remorse from Germany. When it comes to subjects like the Holocaust or just Jewish people in general. It's something you don't question. It's so big you don't question. it. They made sure it was known this will never happen again. They teach it. They make sure it's horrific when they do teach it. And they make sure it is instilled. That that was wrong. Now the interesting thing. I've seen a lot of slavery movies. We've seen roots. We've seen. But there's never been an apologetic tone.
0: Yo, I think about it. Damn, you're right. Has there ever
1: really, truly been an apologetic tone from whether it's the U.S. government, whether it's publications that we've seen, whether it's I've seen apologetic tones about slavery. Interestingly enough, when black people make films, there's remorse, there's mourning, there's loss. But I've never once witnessed a publicly apologetic gesture.
0: Yeah. Um we we like MLK Day, but we there's there's we deserve a lot more than that. You thank, gave us thank a day God we got that, you know what I'm saying? Fuck
1: that. Uh, Fuck that. You mm-hmm. gave us a day after you <laughs> killed him.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh. oh. That's like That's come on. Up. That's fucked up now, for sure. That's fucked up for sure. Like, and if
1: we really go, that's through the most
0: it. apology you gonna get though. So it's kind of like, you know, you get the backhanded apologies or like the, um, you know, I'm I'm sensitive to that. The 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 Native Americans, like, yeah, you give you give them their little. Let's no, let's really talk about that. You know what I'm that. saying? That shit crazy that y'all like swept all that shit under the rug as well. Similar to slavery, just came over here, took people's shit, and just say, oh, here you go. Here's a little piece of land that we still we still technically call shots even though we're saying it's yours. Um, here's your little reparations. Here's your reserves. Leave us alone. Now, you good, now, right? Now here's that's the, fucked up. Here's the crazy that's part.
1: Because I always, you know, I've seen people talk about, well, with the Native Americans, you guys need to stop crying. We made reparations. We did that's, this. We did that's that's that. What I'm about. That's and, bullshit. and it's an interesting notion that, because they're like, oh, they go to college for free. Now, let's talk about that. You understand. Nigga. You, oh you understand how few of them have to exist for America to really say that if you can prove that you are one 16th or higher, you will go to school for free. That is decimation of a population of people. Mind you, we're still walking around in places where I went to Florida State University, home of the Seminoles. You make them the mascots for fucking team the Washington Redskins oh man I've been waiting
0: the- oh bro what the fuck bro what are they gonna do with that they still have it they still they still have it and they, it's, and it's they won't let it go they they literally bring it up that we understand it's horrible but we're gonna still keep the name the Redskins like they yeah. like all the shit they say you read between the lines of dumb it down what they're saying is we know it's fucked up but we don't care y'all still gonna go in and check in um you are still gonna contribute to the team get money or whatever cool then that's it's that's fucked up that's i don't want to
1: see any more i don't bro i honestly i don't want to see no more fucking black hawks i don't want to see no more fucking like i so
0: you think cleveland indians got to go all of oh that man shit. that face when you think about the face Bruh, to the all, cleveland
1: indians all of that shit has to go of bro. um you
0: know an mlb fuck that shit crazy when you now when i really sit there and look at cuz the, the face,
1: face of the Cleveland Indians looks like them old racist ass cartoons.
0: Yeah. I I swear I just had that thought, you know, the you know, similar to, you know, the blackface the shit, blackface but not exactly shit. Yeah. that, but don't cartoons. But you, but like you that. can
1: tell the animation is from that same era. Right. It's that style of animation drastically warping the features for racist fucking reasons. And it's this thing where because we've been so accustomed to shit being as fucked up as it is, it's hard for people to process that it's that bad. They're like, oh, man, you guys are... It's just a name. It's just to this. It's just to that. Here's the thing. A lot of... Because I, I have certain people who reach out to me because they feel like, for some reason, they feel like um, they're comfortable speaking to me about mm-hmm. these topics because I'm not one of those people who automatically judge. You know, I'm going to give you the conversation. Yeah. I had a, a friend of mine who reached out who said that they... Uh, didn't understand the big hoopla about changing those types of names, changing those types of things. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? They were like, well, it's just the name of a team. Why is it that serious? And I was like, well, let's talk about this. If I do something horrific to your mother, if I take two large pins and I shove them through your mother's shoulders and I murder her, right? And I make that the logo to my new designer designer, jean company and now when you walk down the street there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers with picture literally pictures depicting the murder of your mother on my designer jeans and you can't you can't escape it it's everywhere everywhere you go there's teams wearing it there's a name for it whatever your mother's first name is is the name of the fucking design
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a constant reminder that yeah i did it And you know I'm making money from it. And it it might not even be me. It could be my cousin. It could be my distant relative. But you know the people that contributed to her having that done to her are capitalizing off of this. How would you feel? Mm -hmm. That's real. Now, of course, I don't get responses from these things because it gets a little too gory for them. They feel that, like, a lot of people like to ask questions because they want to feel like, People want to feel like they're not racist, but they don't want to confront their inner cracker.
0: Or racist, whatever.
1: No, I'm going to use that. The the term, the reason why I'm using that term is because white colonialism is something that has played the entire world. When I use the term cracker, I'm talking about that racist bigot inside of you. Um, There's this dude. He was on the NWO podcast. Shout out to NWO.
0: Shout out to them. Um,
1: His name is Brother Hassan. Brother Hassan. All right specifically said a phrase that hit home to me. He said, kill the cracker inside of you. You must kill the cracker inside of you. And, it, and honestly, I don't even just apply that to white people. Anybody who has those inner racist emblems and vestiges mm-hmm. that are programmed to you by colonialism, you need to work on removing those things out of you like parasites and like cancer, carving all of that out of you. Because it's necessary, yeah. anything that makes you think nasty shit like that is okay needs to go.
0: Mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect that one. In that in that aspect, yeah, killer in a cracker in you. In that aspect, I can't knock that. That ain't just no individual. That's yeah. That that you know is what saying? it is. That's it's colonialism. It, it's colonialism. Yeah.
1: It was another thing that he touched on, and the way that he phrased it hit home too. He said. I don't want justice because justice is what we've been asking for. Justice is given. I honestly don't want shit from you anymore. I'm taking what I want now. Because I gave you enough time to do what you were supposed to do when you were supposed to do it. I'm not asking for shit anymore. And as a man, I couldn't I I couldn't help but feel that. That's that's I don't know. That's where I'm gonna leave that man. As far as that subject dog, we're not asking for justice. We're not asking for shit no more. No, we're just gonna take what we need to take and 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 that's just how it's going to be cuz and and just so you know I see y'all niggas and what i mean by that is i see all of you who conveniently look past all reasoning, look past all the pain that's going on, look past all the suffering to point fingers at people for rioting to point fingers at people for being upset to point fingers at people for taking you know I wouldn't have taken the violent approach fuck you
0: oh them people who think they smarter than uh those we
1: cuz here, here, here yeah I, no, no 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 like it's a real fuck you the best analogy that i've seen on the internet the best analogy that i've seen was when they said that america's relationship with black people Is that of an abusive man. And a woman. And what happens is. It's a dude who beats the shit out of you. Every living moment. Reminds you of it. Demeans you. Degrades you. And then when you try to leave. And when you turn up. He brings flowers home. He tells you he's going to do better. He tells you he's going to change. And the moment that you put them keys down and you unpack that bag he beat the shit out of you again. Deep. I feel like we're approaching that time where that woman has to kill that spouse for her own survival. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Now what I really wanted to get into today Um, I saw a post Uh, Queen Shireen put me on this shout out to Shireen you know the homie the homie was good she posted something that said childhood trauma can lead to an adulthood spent in survival mode afraid to plant roots to plan for your future to trust to let joy in it is a blessing to shift from surviving to thriving it is not simple but there is more than survival and when I read it you know, it, it struck a chord with me for a
0: multitude of reasons. Yo, run, just run it back by me. I'm saying it.
1: All right. So before you jump in, man, I'm going to read it one more time uh, for everybody out there. You know, don't don't you know, for those who are driving or whatever the hell it is that you're doing. Don't worry about rewinding. I got you. I got you. Childhood trauma can lead to an adulthood spent in survival mode, afraid to plant roots, to plan for your future, to trust, to let joy in. It is a blessing to shift from surviving to thriving. It is not simple, but there is more than survival.
0: Um that's real childhood trauma can definitely lead to those things that's described. Speaking about myself, I know that's a that's a real thing. I had some like I had a past, we all have a past. I seen some shit whatever and it may have trickled into certain things in adulthood. All
1: right, so you mentioned that you you know, not to cut you off, my bad, dog. Yeah. So you had some, some, some trauma that came to mind yeah. that led to some changes like that you see in your adulthood. You believe that you've been a person in survival mode?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Okay, Definitely. so what, I guess, what popped uh, up in your head? Growing up in New York, man, upstate where I was from at, on the west side, um, I, childhood trauma, for sure. Like, you know, I wasn't even a street guy, but just having, you know, hearing, again, being used to gunshots every morning, being used to you know, debating what corner store you want to go to because shit could get crazy here, shit like that. Or just not, like, the whole not trusting people because, you know, in our communities, we got friends that do care about your best interests. Then you got people who they stuck in being a product of their environment and whoever, you know, was raising them or whatever. And that leads to you not being able to trust people fully sometimes because people do, just people do dishonorable shit, fuck shit, because of how they were raised or the shit they seen. Um, so that can trickle into adulthood, or again speaking to childhood. nah that like I seen shit, like maybe criminal activity happened around me. No matter who did the shit, I seen it. I didn't have much people, but there were people there. There's a lot less people there telling you right from wrong in those aspects. But being a child, and sometimes the only people that be, you're being around happens to be these people that are. In these criminal activities that can again just lead to your um adulthood trauma, where, like I said, you don't trust people like that because people you grew up with as kids or people you've seen as you were a small child that were adults when you were a kid just doing dishonorable fuck shit, so that leads you as an adult being on guard, like I said, me for sure, you know me, I don't be fucking with people and it and and it lead it be really from a lot of fuck shit i seen in the in the past, rather it happened to me or I've seen it happen to somebody else or like I said in the way our community is you're a product of your environment and some people start thinking that that shit normal Uh, it is normal because you wake up to it every day but it shouldn't be normal and some people get caught up in that warped world of it being a normalcy and you don't want to get out of it Uh,
1: it's it's something that I don't think if it's truly traumatic I don't think you ever shake it the thing is uh, being able to to unlearn the normalcy of it because the word normal is interesting when you what you do every day day to day becomes your normal but your normal isn't always what should be happening it's just what you do or what you endure or what you see on a regular basis yeah so that that was something important that you said that that shit ain't normal like um none of this is normal even though it happens a lot like i I'm, my my younger brother brought up something you know that hit me when i was his age when he was like, yo, I got a question, man. And he looked disturbed. He looked hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who don't know, my brother Leroy, he's, um, he's 20 years old. And he 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 was shook by something. So I'm like, yo, what, what's going on? Talk to me. Yeah. And, uh, well, 19 turned to 20, but close enough. Um, and I was like, well, what's happening? And he said, well, the women that you know. Have they all been sexually assaulted before? And I was like, honestly, a majority. Damn. And he was like, I didn't like I knew, you know, stuff like that happens. But it seems like everybody. And I had to have that, you know, that tough conversation with him where I talked to where I, I confirmed that for him that. I've seen the same things he's saying. You know, we're lucky as men that we're in a position where there are a lot of women that trust us. There's a lot of women in our lives that come to us, they, whether it's seeking guidance, whether it's uh, partnership, companionship, friendship. There's a lot of people that turn to us to speak to us because they feel comfortable with us. They feel like we're people that they trust. Mm-hmm. So eventually those conversations will come up and they happen. And um, it hurts. Like, especially as a man, because you start looking around you and you're like, this can't be a guy or two guys or three guys. A lot of these are... Some, and some of these women, it'd be multiple people. These are people related to them. Mm-hmm. These are people in their church. These are people their parents bring in. These are the very common situation are men that date women with kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Pervasive cultures like that tend to be thought of or tend to be brought into a a system of normalcy. It's like, well, yeah, that's just, it happens. Get over it. That shit is not normal. It should not be ever normal. Ever. And I think that because of the position that we're in in society right now, I think this is the most hopeful that I've ever been. Mm -hmm. That. Once we get certain things squared away and the way that things are getting squared away racially in this country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the next thing we need to do, and especially as black men, we need to back black women on this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to tackle rape culture for <clears throat> real, for real, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say that. For our, um, With everything we got. Yeah. The same energy Absolutely. that we're putting
1: forth towards these police. Yeah. We need to turn that inward within our own societies. Yeah. And really suss out what's going on and put a stop to a lot of this shit. Now, it's something we'll never be able to quell completely,
0: of course. Yeah.
1: Because it's too pervasive.
0: Hey, we should get it done like the Mexicans, man. The cartel niggas giving it up, man. I may have come across some shit where it's just like he was a, a gangster with them. But he, you know, he did some really sick shit to a small child. They hung that man up. You know what I'm saying? Tied him up. Excuse me. Not hung him. Tied him up. They had a they had a fucking pit bull chew his shit off, and how ba- how bad do you feel? You know what I'm saying you you know what I'm saying I'm not here to say that's right or wrong, but how bad do you feel for somebody who do something to a small child or a woman? You know what I'm saying like just taking advantage of them in in that aspect. I'm gonna be honest, call me a fucked up person. I don't give a fuck what happened to nobody who harmed small children or women. Here's I, the hard I, I'm part. Standing on it. Here's where it gets difficult. I don't give a fuck though. what happens to
1: them. Here's where it get it gets difficult standing though. On it. Where it gets difficult is how, because I think this would be the hardest you know thing ever to tackle. And the reason yeah. why is because you never know. And what I mean by you never know is yeah. trauma is a funny thing. man. Yeah. It manifests in many different ways. I saw a story the other day of a woman who she was brought on national television to explain something to her children. Yeah. And there was a man there with her. And that was those two children's father. She has two daughters. Yeah. Now, those two children hate their father. They don't want to see him. They don't want to be around him. And the reason being is because those two children explain to the audience that they were molested multiple times at a young age by that father. So they don't want to see him. They don't want to be around him. They don't want anything to do with him. So this lady, she comes on national television. She brings her daughters there. The daughters are confused as to why they're there. And she brings the dad out. The mm-hmm. dad sits down, crowd's booing, people, you know, wilding, this and that. The daughters are upset. They, mm-hmm. What is he doing here? Why are we here? Why do we have to do this? The lady admits, there's something I have to tell you. He never touched you. And the kid's like, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? We knew this. This is something. She's like, your memories were triggered by the fact that I told you that he did that to you i told you that he did that to you multiple times because their minds were so um because they were so young and their their minds were so impressionable her traumatizing them with those types of stories and telling her those types of things somehow their subconscious actually created those memories
0: that's a real thing. Um, I won't say that's that's far fetched. You know? No, no, it's yeah, not far fetched at all. That definitely happens, and that's sick. That but in
1: situations that. like that, yeah,
0: that's sick, man.
1: Or in other situations, like I've yeah. seen, you know, a lot of different things because of how twisted that type of stuff is. It's going to be something hard for us to tackle because there's even other situations where, when it comes to sexual assault, it could be a situation of a woman feeling a certain way about a scenario, a man feeling a different way about the scenario and without concrete situ- without concrete things like, let's say, if what if she didn't say stop, but she wanted you to stop. Yeah. So nonverbal cues, nonverbal communication, things of that nature. There's so many different things that need to be tackled. I really truly believe that this is something that People should go to school for only this. This should be something that there should be some sort of task force, not just merely for punishment, but just for information before anything.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. To
1: really not only record this stuff, but imagine a brain trust of people that their job is not only to you know record and catalog this stuff, but to really break down each and every situation of okay, what is this truly? A, a, a department of people that just do that because I think that's necessary. That type of attention to detail because you can't have the same people that handle the fucking mugging on 5th Street doing this because it it's not
0: Yeah, there should be I see what you're saying. There's not you know what I'm saying. You should have a study a study just for this because this isn't this is specific. This isn't an abroad thing. Yeah. It happens and to I, people broadly but this specific of what you're talking about It's a specific study.
1: Exactly. And I understand that there are units within the police that do this, you know, special victims units and and different situations of that. But even they, in my opinion, lack the resources. They lack the time and the training. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that not only needs to be researched, but really needs to be flushed out and developed some way to combat this because it's, it's too prevalent. And it's too. I don't even want to say normalized, but normalized.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Reg, because normalized it's tough to say it like that because it's some gruesome shit. But there's there's got to be a science because it's way too there's too much normalcy to it. Like like you said, it, it happens get, too
1: often, I, and there's too many cases.
0: I talk to women as well, and they, I get those same that same feedback there, or whatever. That's why I'm open minded to. I see why women be having their up with, with niggas and shit and uncomfortable when niggas is actually... Men, gentlemen, actually being gentlemen because of that shit that be happening to them. Of course, of course. You know what I'm course. saying? And I, I'm, I'm sensitive to that and it's fucked up. So I know... But there's got to be some kind of science to it because there's just people. Like, there's people who who do that shit, like, um, you know, the the offenders and shit like that. Like, I don't know if you're... It's tough to say you born like a way or something like that, but just like people I don't are born think that. psychotic I think, and I, psychopathic like that, that it just like that. I th- I don't know how this shit's developed, um, but you, I don't I don't know because it's really tough, so that's why I'm kind of dancing with that shit. But it do seem like- I think it's more than that, bro.
1: Because here's the thing. That what what is I'm a saying? percentage of the populace. Like There are people who are that way, that their brain is wired that way. But I will say- What the fuck make you like that? Is, but here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: It's chemical balance. It's something. Unbalanced or something,
1: but I think there's the largest portion, and the portion that I'm talking about aren't the people who were born like that. I'm talking about the guys who I'll give you a good example: the grab a girl's arm while she's walking past you at the club, dude, or the okay, okay, the sneaking through the club and grabbing ass while he moving, uh, dude, these or so. the okay, because there's a lot more of them than there are of the fucked up in the head guy. I feel you like a lot of, de- with that too. but here's the thing, you're, but it's not a condition. You are, I think those people are socialized the wrong way. Cause think about it. It's, it's a culture of it. They bruh, we know there's too many of them for it to be like a mental condition. It's not a condition. You know what you're doing? Well, it's, it's a fact that within society you have, there are people who be are
0: like that though. So they're still you con- have been conditioned, but it's not. Con-
1: but it's not like a chemical or. A fi- it's because you're learning this behavior from outside forces. That's different. That's different from it being like he was born this way. Yeah. Um. Like you, you see what I'm saying? The guy who watched the, the guy who watched BET uncut too many times. Yeah. And saw like strip club culture too early. Yeah. And treats women in regular life like strippers.
0: Yeah okay that guy oh shit
1: or the guy who you know what i'm saying the guy who is the the street nigga so he don't understand no me no nigga the, the yeah the separations of yeah different things like
0: yeah okay there's levels to it um in that aspect but to me i still believe something wrong with him. something's conditioned and it may be i can, feel like that's dismissive it may be though some kind of not necessarily chemical thing. I don't really know how to. I feel like it. that that's but
1: dismissive. That takes away their culpability. That makes them
0: right. These niggas know what they're doing. Is all I'm saying. Like, and to me, it's like people, everybody handle, you know, rejection or handle like their dealings with the opposite gender differently. Some men's approach is aggressive, and women like aggressive approach in certain aspects. But like you said, communication, verbal cues, all that. Says a lot. So going to that w- specific of what you're talking about of of um, there being um, a situation where two people are doing something that they they agreed to at one point, but now misconception. There's a misconception yeah. or somebody's uncomfortable with something. Somebody just didn't say pineapples, or they were basically saying pineapples, and you still didn't get the fuck out of there. Yeah, which made it a nasty situation. Yeah, or whatnot. But I'm saying to that, I'm saying that to say that the dude who doing that. Condition to somehow think that that shit was okay he don't even really think that shit was wrong and that's what i'm talking about did, that's what i was saying He don't think he did some shit wrong he think he just had a regular day in the set but, but you got to understand you know
1: what, what teaches you that because i'm gonna okay. say this i'm gonna say this the way that i think and the way that you think does culture teach us that no the school teaches that no does tv teach us that no
0: like tv man can influence that
1: but what i'm saying does it teach the things that we are no it teaches because if you if we follow music television movies we'd be weinsteins think about it because that's what that's what it is that's what you see that's what the that's what the lens the world was painted under Mm -hmm. and i think that's the bigger problem to tackle That's the thing that we have to do. You need to switch that now, of course, this is a tangent that you know went off, but I think it was necessary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, clearly, we're not experts on anything. Not it's, at it's all. Just shooting the shit. Yes. Anybody who wants to, you know, provide us further information, maybe you know, what's crazy? What if the thing we talk about that we need? What if that exists? It's a whole foundation out there. It's a hey, whole thing. If, if, if there it do, is,
0: pass it along, man. For real, we let us know. I want information so I could get well versed and not speaking, ignorant Speaking for myself, I think my homie feel the same way.
1: Yeah. All I can say is I never heard of it that That's all I'm saying, but um you know, going back to the post the post in general, it's something that I know I need to personally work on because I'm one of those people who i I lived in survival mode for a larger period of my life mm-hmm. now the the you know certain traumas that I personally went through were you know things like uh abuse as a child, dealing with certain types of just negative activity seeing. You know, my mother go through what she went through with uh, my stepfather and dealing with that, Um, having no real relationship with my father uh, or the relationship that we did have was really negative. Yeah. And a lot of that put me in a position where it's it's a dissonance. There's a big dissonance in my life. Like I'm a person who. For the most part, those who know me know I'm almost always in a good mood. I'm almost always like positive for the most part. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm really sharp about the things that I care about. I'm, I'm very meticulous with a lot of things. And it's, it's hard to throw my vibe off. And even if it does, I can go to laughing in the next two seconds. I'm not going to stay there. And my, in my ignorance, I always took that as I'm a happy person. I'm living life. I'm enjoying life. But I never really thought about the fact that I could be placing a cap on my life. And what that means is I'm okay with living minimally because I'm just happy to be here. You so reading that post, and mind you, this happened this morning. Mm-hmm. So this is me being like completely transparent. This is something that happened as I read this this morning, yet again, shout out to Queen Shireen. I always check through her stories on IG and stuff like that. She's always posting dope shit. And her posting this and me reading that made me look and, and kind of reevaluate some things for myself. Because I was like, am I one of these people? Because I'm, I'm, I don't believe I know everything. I read things all the time that make me question certain things. But, but that's, I feel like that is what we should be doing. Like, like I said before with the situation of, uh, uh, you know, whether the no-name J. Cole situation where, mm-hmm. in my opinion, steel sharpens steel. Mm-hmm. If I read something that maybe, even if it doesn't apply to me, let me see how it might apply to my life. Applied learning is how you grow. Mm-hmm. So looking into that, it is a blessing to shift from surviving to thriving. It is not simple, but there is more than survival. Are you surviving or are you thriving?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if I if if I'm being honest with myself, mm-hmm. I'm surviving. Now the question
0: Thriving in survival though. Like like I think yeah. we could I think we could say that, you know, thriving oh, yeah, yeah, thriving yeah. in a way and surviving. I'm surviving like a motherfucker. Sense. Like I'm,
1: I'm <laughs> thriving and surviving. Destiny's child surviving. Like I'm I'm in here. Yes, sir. I'm with it. Yes, now sir. here's the question though. What changes would you need to make in order to thrive? And of course, I feel like this that's a super deep question. That's not something we could just answer quickly. But if you can pull one aspect, one thing that you can personally change about yourself that will switch you from being a survivor to being somebody who is thriving, what would that be?
0: Um, learning more about myself, speaking to myself. That's why, you know, newsflash whatever, I'm seeking therapy. You know what I'm saying? Because I. Good shit. Definitely, those speaking to those childhood traumas and even some of my adulthood is necessary. I know I'm, you know, I'm turning, you know, I got birthday coming up. I'm going into a new. I want to go into a new space, and in order to do that, I I got to seek information, and not just from you know immediate friends, immediate family, an outside source that don't know me. That's how I, I know I'm a thrive because I've the surviving thing. That's why I'm here, looking at you on your face, bro. I, I, I I'm still surviving, but. I didn't got at a good level of the survival. You know what I'm saying? Now it's time to thrive a lot more than survive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And in order Learn how to, to get past that cap. In order to do that, it goes to what you were saying. Like, you know me, I, I'm more on the moodier side, but you know me, I'm still regular. I'm yeah. still not really a bad energy-carrying person. But my quiet and all that come from, I, I'm naturally quiet, but I, have some, I seen some shit and been through some shit. So in order to become better, more open, more trusting loving of a person i'm a loving person but more open and trusting because i'm reserved with that i gotta you know do that soul searching you know what i'm saying i think um
1: that's first of all that's a beautiful thing to go to therapy as as black men we need
0: to do that more in general um do you have a black therapist she's spanish so same thing so Cl- close same thing close
1: hopefully one day you'll find a, a black therapist i think that's something we all deserve because yeah. I feel like there's certain things, especially a black man therapist, like yeah. I think black women need black women therapists. And I think because yeah. our experience is just so unique. Yeah. That. Now, while a therapist is a therapist and can break through certain things. Yeah. But if you really want to get in there, in there. Yeah. There's certain things that a black man's going to know about you that no other person will I'm ever with you. I'm with be you able to really.
0: That's an OG. Yeah. Like, that's just like having an OG, but having a, this is a well-versed OG, though. Exactly. That's got the edu, education to make sense. And hopefully we, we do have more of those opportunities. But yeah, definitely to answer your question as far as the, to go back to it, to recap that. Yeah. That's that's what I'm doing: soul searching for that. So you could, you know, expand your mental capacity. I'm uh, expand your mental capacity and just try to be more of a decent human being. You can, you be a good dude. I know I'm a good dude in my heart and all that. But in order to be really the best version of yourself, you gotta let things go. You gotta, you know, speak to things you may have never said. Things that because we we humans, so we all be lost in our thoughts, our, us deep thinking people at least anyway. Yeah. And it it's easy or difficult to tuck shit to the side that you feel about because you're dealing with normal getting up every day, normalcy, work, whatever. But you're not really addressing you know, other underlying issues. And speaking to myself, it was absolutely time to, you know, to do it. So yeah, to to answer that, just um do some do some homework on yourself if you can. If you um if you if you don't do it already, um, do it. You don't gotta seek therapy necessarily like me, but I'm just saying try to try to really learn yourself so you could try to be, you know, a decent human being and thrive out here for real, for real.
1: Yeah, man. Um I guess with me, uh the things that I would need to adjust in order to thrive instead of survive. Um, for me, it's more so the frivolous things yeah. because I feel like I focus so hard on making sure as far as bills and all the you know, necessities are handled. Yeah. I deprive myself a lot of doing certain things just because of the fact that I think it's a fear yeah. of ever going back. Yeah. So you do this thing where you're like, even though bills are paid on time, everything's more than caught up. You're in a great place. Like I, I have a good job. I'm good at my fucking job. I like, I'm. I do what I'm supposed to do on a week in, week out basis, yeah. and there are certain things that I personally should do because I deserve to do them. Mm-hmm. Like you should be able to get yourself them shoes you want when you, when they're affordable, like you can afford it. Mm-hmm. So why not do it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you should now, I'm not talking about, you know, going crazy and splurging, but when I think about it, like there's a lot of things that I just don't do for myself. I do for others. Mm-hmm. But I just really don't. And it doesn't even, it doesn't even stay on my mind. It'll pop up I'm like, Oh, that would be nice. But I'd never even, I don't even think,
0: I should get that. Yeah, you sick, bro. You the only person I go shopping with that'll look at an outfit that'll look fresh for your homie uh, <laughs> that you you think is fresh, but you think it'll look fresh for your homie, yeah, or whatever. Versus even and you'll fuck around and him. I'll buy it. You, yeah, this nigga, he speaking facts. He'll if you say, you know, Reggie will buy it. That's all I say, Reggie, right? <laughs> Reggie. Reggie, if he really fucking with the drip for you, even if you don't see it for yourself, that nigga said I don't care. He that type of that buy it for you, and I I gotta I gotta do better, and and it's okay.
1: I don't have to feel guilty about it. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing that when you get so used to um, living off of less, you start to believe that that's okay. Like that compressor that's put on your life where you're like, okay, I gotta move this way, I gotta move that way, and you got you run around like a chicken with his head cut off all the time, all the time, all the time you get so used to that concept that you, when you do elevate and when you do get more coming in and when you do get to a place where you're comfortable, you're still not comfortable because you're so scared that that is going to return someday. Mm -hmm. That you never want to let off the gas because I think it's a fear of embarrassment too because there's a part of you that's like, if it does pop up, nigga, I was always I was already here anyway. I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to feel comfortable because if you feel comfortable, it's like getting caught sleeping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's that. There's that, and I think that's a masculinity thing where it's like there's an embarrassment to it, where it's like, oh, nigga, you thought you couldn't come back here. Mm-hmm. You thought hard times couldn't hit you again. So you, you're consistently battling. Not just to make things happen, but against the idea of if you do take steps backwards. And things do hit you, you add embarrassment on top of it. Because as a man, we're taught to beat ourselves up when bad things happen. Like as a man, you taught from a young age to kick yourself while you're down. Because that's what real men do. Think about it. Society teaches you that as a black man.
0: Hmm. Example to I kick need, yourself when you're down. I need an example. I'm, I'm, my mind wandered with that one. When you fail at anything,
1: it could be at school. It mm-hmm. could be at let's say you lose a championship. Yeah, let's say you lose at a sport. Mm-hmm. The first thing they tell you, the first thing people look into is, well, you need to take ownership for what you did and the part that you played and the da 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 da. They don't like. It's not the same as when you look at a a little girl scrapes her knee versus when a little boy does something and gets hurt. When a little girl does it, you kiss it, you tell her everything's gonna be fine, the world's gonna be okay, everything's gonna be good. You don't say that to the boy. Get up. The fuck's wrong with you? Men don't cry. Da 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 like, yeah. Or you'll even hit him with the Bet your stupid ass won't walk over there again. Because that's a thing. You're talking from an early age. Nigga, the world ain't going to be better. It's not going to be fine. You did that. You fucked up. You did that. Get up. And if you don't get up, you're not a man. (laughs) You You see what I'm saying? Damn. And... You internalize it and you make it a way of life. You keep it forever.
0: Yeah, we do. We are conditioned to have to suck it up like
1: and you do um, it so much that you damage yourself because eventually you get to positions where let's say you are better. You are in a better place. Let's say you are you still harbor all those feelings, though, you know, mm -hmm. easily if something happens, that's why a lot of men, a lot more men kill themselves. A lot more. That's something that's been happening during COVID that isn't really highlighted. There's a lot of men killing themselves. There have been a lot of suicides nationwide.
0: Really? So much shit going on. It's sad to say that I didn't know. Which, that,
1: um, that was something that I wanted to highlight as well because of the situations going on where they were finding a lot of black men that were being hung and lynched in different areas Mm. and that's why certain areas Mm. when they were saying that oh that police officer or that chief of police is racist Mm. for saying that it could be a suicide or it could be ruled this and that or it could be now while some of them are blatant Mm. and i do believe are lynchings it is possible that some of the other situations may have been Suicides, Mm -hmm. because especially in the California area, northern California. At this point, police officers are reporting and these are neighborhood cops. These aren't. Oh, I patrol the whole city. These. Between seven and nine suicides
0: weekly, seven and nine suicides weekly,
1: and they're mostly male.
0: Uh, I mean, numbers don't. I, but I don't be, I don't know I, I don't want to say I don't believe it. It's just tough. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it hasn't
1: been that long. It's only been a few months. Yeah. So that 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 it's not like it's an annual thing where you know seven or nine weekly adding up over a whole year or whatever. But when you think about it, let's do some math. What's one of the most expensive places to live in the country? Okay. Northern California.
0: Yep,
1: now, what is happening with COVID? Not only are a lot of places being closed down, but there's over 40 million people who are unemployed.
0: And, and
1: those who now. are not unemployed, some a lot of them are getting hours cut. A lot of them are getting pays. Uh, a lot of pay is being, you know, dropped. A lot of pay is being subsidized. And at this point, when you're looking at it, wouldn't it make sense for those people to feel hopeless?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah you got
1: the most expensive bills in the country. Mm-hmm. And the country is in a depression. And people who are depressed.
0: That could lead to that. Yeah.
1: And then you add in the fact that there's no release. So for those who, let's say, they go out to try to get their mind off of it or they do this or they do that, mm-hmm. that shit is gone. Movie theater, gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Public gatherings, gone. Only shit you got is drugs and alcohol in your house.
0: You can walk down the street, though. You can't. In your parks or whatever.
1: I ain't going to lie to you. If I'm unemployed, walking down the street, ain't going to do shit for me. <laughs> I'm like, let's be real. Uh, I know a lot of people like, oh, let's enjoy nature. Let's go to the park. Let's go. When I'm broke, I don't want to see that shit, bro. Birds chirping, <laughs> dogs barking. I don't want none of that. I don't know about y'all, but that's not what I need.
0: Fuck all that pretty shit. Yeah, like,
1: broke? bro, think about it. <laughs>
0: No, hold merit though. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. It, it hold merit, but uh, I ain't gonna deep deep dive into that. But yeah, you could have a different take on it, and and why you broke, take that walk, and have a different use it. No, of course, differently. Of course. Like I said, some, I, I'm saying, me. Yeah, I know you. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not gonna I don't go want deep none of it. that shit. That's I'm, what I say. We, you know, we opposite. So I'm saying, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that. This nigga said, "I ain't trying to see nothing pretty." You even, That's the last thing like, I need, bro. So you don't listen to somebody put some jazz on until tell you calm your nerves. You gonna the last thing I need on, when I'm punch. broke.
1: The last thing I need when I'm broke is the world trying to convince me how inviting outside is. Nigga, I know I'm about to be outside. With my
0: <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, I'm with you now. All right. All right. Like, yeah, this outside shit. I'm not trying to get too comfortable with this because it's on the way, bitch. All right. I respect it. Like I'm, a, I'm yeah, enjoy damn. being under a roof as long
1: as I possibly can. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna yeah. quarantine my damn self. Yeah. So, looking at things from that from that perspective, I don't know. I just, I, I just think that there's a lot of things that we're. We're not able to digest because of how much is going on. It's just too much all going on at once. The world is just different. It's in a different place. Like, like I'm going to be the first to say, yeah, check in on your friends. But I don't fucking want to talk to you every day. Don't ask me. Don't call me on Monday. Talk to me for two hours. And then call me on Tuesday and ask me how my day was. The same fucking day as yesterday. I didn't go nowhere. We're quarantined. Nothing's open that that's where you
0: work at your nerves.
1: No, don't ask me like don't talk to me five days out the week, sending me random messages asking me. So how's today going? The same as yesterday. Same for you. Ain't nothing changed. What's new? Nothing.
0: Yeah, you're going to be an old dude with no friends, bro.
1: bro. It's not. You don't need to check in like that. Like be cool. Send me something. Send me a joke. Yeah. Send me a video. Hi, I sent you an emoji. You know I'm alive. That's all you need to know. Oh, he responded back with an emoji. He liked the shit. He's alive. My thing is, let's not keep acting like COVID is not here, guys. It sure is. Just change up the, like, I'm not, I don't have work drama. Guess what? I work from home. I don't have, like, there's no, I can't give you an update on nothing. You just reminded me. You know what I feel like? I feel like I'm in jail, bro. And I feel like I work, I stay in my cell, I do my time, and I keep my head down. I go outside for walks when it's rec time, and I get back in my cell, do push ups, listen to many men, and go to sleep. And I wake up and I do it again. Don't ask me
0: every day how my day went. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, am I wrong?
0: You feeling like that, how you described it, I can't I can't knock your stance when you feel like that.
1: I don't think any of us should be asking each other shit like that. Just let it go, bro. Like, the life that we knew from before, that shit is gone, bro. Yeah. And if you got drama going on in a pandemic, you got to be one toxic motherfucker. Because, like, nothing is open. Nothing is moving.
0: Yeah. And shit
1: happening. If you find a way to get yourself in trouble right now, you are a wild nigga, bro. I ain't got the story for you. Sure, we could like, chop it up about the it. news. We could chop yeah. it up about like I watch a lot of podcasts, TV shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, ain't no sports right now, so ain't none of that to talk about. But there's other shit. Yeah. But don't keep asking me what I'm doing and make me feel like cause you reminding me that ain't shit happen. Yeah. You uh, let you're keeping me in the mentality of damn, today is the same day as the last 90 days that we've been doing this shit.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. That's where you. Okay. Now I see where I was lost with where your outrage was from. Was from. But now I see where the outrage is from, and that. Yeah. Fuck that. Hey, what's new? Fuck you. Hey. <laughs> fuck. Hey, what, what you got going on?
1: Same, same thing. Sh- you, same thing you got going on.
0: You got a way out this
1: month. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you gonna knock on my cell with a spoon and get us out of here, bro. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Bro. You
0: got a tunnel that's. You know, got us to lead us somewhere where ain't no COVID. You know what I'm saying?
1: You got the cure to COVID? No? Oh, so you ain't doing shit? Mm. What you think I'm doing? Shut up. It's boredom. It it just be boredom, dog. It's it's boredom, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm not too mad at the situation because at the end of the day, it could be worse. Going back to, you know, me surviving right now. I'm surviving. Ain't nobody thriving right now, which is fine. You know, it's cool just chill mm-hmm. but i will say this well i can't say nobody's starving i i got one homeboy this nigga is just he's been living life like it's golden ever since covid fucking Bo uh from the bonos podcast shout out to Bo. i ain't never seen a nigga take covid, COVID is probably the best thing that ever happened in his life but <laughs> mm. i'm talking about this nigga is out every day living his best life in nature on boats and shit i didn't even that's know that's what's up i didn't i didn't even know niggas own boats but he owned a boat or something he'd be on it yeah that's the time this is
0: definitely the time
1: uh he's he's starting to be a nail tech so okay. he's learning how to do female nails he figured out that was a good hustle when i saw the prices of how much uh nail techs uh actually charge fuckers, i was like ah, okay so think about barber but double
0: yeah different hustle
1: yeah. yeah, technically quadruple because motherfuckers got hands and feet. But yeah, that's that's all I got for this week, man. Just um, as far as the surviving versus thriving thing, man, I'm a, I'm I'm a work better towards that. anybody who, you know, anybody who wants to chime in on that or reach out via social media, feel free to do so at Reggie Days on Twitter and or Instagram. That's R E G G I E D A E S. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's
1: that's all I had. You got anything to leave the people with, man? Um,
0: and that's it, man. We we touched on a lot of different things today, man. You know what I'm saying?
1: And as far as uh Reggie Days Radio, it's just it's gonna be this. You know, we talk about whatever topics that we deem shit that we want to talk about. We're gonna drop it on Sundays. We're just gonna rock it like that. Um I can't guarantee you that we're all like we not even always right. I, honestly I can't guarantee you that we'll be sometimes right. But I will guarantee you that we're going to (laughs) try.
0: That's facts. That's that's all I'm going to say. Appreciate the effort. Yeah, of
1: course. Just appreciate the effort, man. We're shooting shots here. We're just shooting the shit. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in and, you know, giving us a listen. Hit me with uh, any suggestions, anything y'all want us to touch on next week. Feel free. You know, I'm always open to uh, topics. If I don't like it, I'm not going to talk about it. It's fine. You know, just be cool. Don't make me lie to you. Stop disturbing.
0: Stop disturbing. think
1: about it like that it really disturbs my peace <laughs> to have to like somebody's like what'd you do yesterday oh, I met Kanye really no nigga I was home no no I don't have a story for you but that's okay it is what it is I go by the name of Reggie Days man and today I was joined by my dog my right hand she the dream and this has been Reggie Days Radio Later days.
0: Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists. Mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas. She mad at that ignorance. She wear her heart on her sleeve. She mad at the celebrities. Low key, I be thinking she talking about me.